This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It's Tuesday, December 14th. And I'm just getting over my um, birthday celebration, Mark, but you'd be, you'd be happy to know that I generally like to celebrate for an entire month, even though this is a very insignificant birthday. A whole month. Gee, you sound just like Amanda. Do you consider me your work spouse? No, not spouse. You're like my work sibling. I like that because then I feel like Theo will be happy to call me auntie. Ah, uh, yes. In, in, in English or Chinese, do you prefer? Either one. I'll okay. answer to either. I feel like he's way more proficient in uh, Mandarin these days. Well, that's because of the grandparents being around. That's yeah, a good yeah. thing. Like if I say count one to 10, he doesn't do it in English. He spits it out in Chinese. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Next up, we've got to teach him Spanish, though, if he's going to live in New York City. Our babysitter, she speaks Spanish, and uh, she said that her, her goal for next year is she's going to speak nothing but Spanish to him. Oh, that's great. That is so yeah. good. Pretty soon there's going to be conversations happening in this apartment and I have no idea what's being said. I think that you really have to, I don't know, Mark, I feel like you really have to commit to learning Mandarin. Yeah, I, I, that's a very big commitment. I don't know if I can do that right now. Well, I mean, you did the CFP. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> I think this is a different animal. All right. All right. I'm going to commit to maybe in 2022, I think I'm going to brush up on my bridge. That's what I'm going to try to do. That's going to be my big thing. All right, let's uh, let's get to what we're doing here. This is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. It is also a show where we hope money is not scary. It's not boring. It's about you. Your questions make this possible. And that's why we encourage you to go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact button and ask us a question. Now, sometimes we'll read that on the air, but sometimes we'll bring you on the air. And I love when we have listeners who join us today. Jamie from Colorado is on the line. Hello, Jamie. How are you? What can we do for you? Oh, thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate your help. Um, so I am curious. I feel like I'm a pretty new listener to your show. And in listening to it, I, I thought I had a plan. And now I'm questioning the plan. Um, so I would love your insights. I think we might be a little heavy on real estate, and I'm wondering if we need to kind of pivot and refocus on uh, retirement savings instead. Okay. So, Jamie, you mentioned a we. So who's the who's the uh, partner spouse in this? Yeah, my husband, and we also have a seven-year-old son. Okay, got it. Jamie, how old are you? I'm 42, and he is 48. Do both you and your husband work? Yes. I work for a municipality and my husband is self-employed. He's a carpenter. Okay. So you work for a municipality. How much do you earn? Uh, around 80000 
Okay. And are you will be entitled to a pension, I presume? Yes. Yep. It's our state pension. Great. Tell us about like the details of that. Well, right now, you know, you pay in a required amount. And if I stay until I'm 60, I'll probably get around 50% of my current salary. Mm. Or actually, it's your highest five-year average. Mm -hmm. Um, That's great. Yeah. And if I stay longer till 65 or have more service years, it's going to be more like 60%. Do you feel like you're a lifer? Do you feel like that's reasonable to assume that you will make it to at least 60? I don't know. I really like my job. So um, that's the plan for now. Dig it. Yeah. So in addition to your pension contribution, do you make a contribution to a 457 plan? Well, so that's one of the things I have a question about is we just had open enrollment and um, I wish I had chatted with you before. I kind of panicked. I had an option. They added a Roth 401k additional as well as a Roth 457 Mm -hmm. um, that was new this year. Mm -hmm. And I chose the Roth 401k to open and start doing it. That's great. Fantastic. I didn't know. I didn't really know the difference between the two. Mark, go no, on. No, I was just going to say she can actually you, you can actually do both if your cash flow allows. But you, you know, if you can only do one, do you pick the right one to do? It's fine. Great, four hundred one k Roth. You you picked right. Husband who's a carpenter. How much does he make? Um, it depends, but around fifty. And does he make any retirement contributions for himself? So right now, both of us max out a Roth um, IRA every year. One of my questions is also whether we should open up a solo 401k for him. Right now, we don't have that. You have the money to do all these things? Well, we also have a rental property, and Mm. that helps um, add some additional income, too. Okay. So let's go first. Let's start first with the primary residence. Tell us about your home. So um, we actually just refinanced about a year ago, and we have a 3.125% on a 30-year. And I'd say the house is probably worth about six twenty-five, six fifty dollars now in this market, and mm. we owe three sixty dollars left. And the mortgage is affordable. You're in good shape. Okay. Now, tell me about the rental. So that's even um, a better um, market situation for us. We bought it during um in 2011 on short sale so the mortgage on it left is about 90,000 and i'd say that house is probably worth like 725 <laughs> oh my god so, right place right time and oh having a husband who can fix things yeah that place would have a big fat for sale sign in front of it yeah i know it okay so how much money do you have in your roth iras right now um, combined, we have, let's see, about 70000 between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's great. I also have, um, from previous employers, um, some rollover IRAs, and I have 77 in those two. One of them's with TIAA, and the rest of our funds are all with Fidelity. And my one of my questions is whether or not we should just also consolidate. But I've also heard you say good things about TIAA. Yeah, I like TIAA. Any um, brokerage account or 529 account for the kiddo? We do. We have um, about 16000 in there right now from us. And there's an additional, the grandparents have set up their own and they have about sixteen. So one of my questions I think is for us to write the ship because I'm feeling a little behind on the retirement side of things mm-hmm. is if we should stop payments to that. I've also been paying extra on the house. Which no, means- 
I know, I know. Well, this is why I'm calling you. (laughs) I know. Psychologically, I wanted to get to retirement with a paid for house. So one of my questions is, should we divert those funds um, into more retirement right now? Okay. First of all, quick question for you. The rental property, tell me about the cash flow on that property. What is coming in every month? Yeah, it's um, after expenses, it's around $2,000 profit for us. So it's pretty good cash flow. And would you say that that $2,000 is really what represents your free cash flow? Meaning that, you know, if you look at your expenses, you're 80,000, his 50,000, you're putting money into your retirement, he's putting, you're both putting money into Roth IRAs. Is that pretty much it for you guys? Or do you feel like you're, are you kind of maxed out on what you could use your current income to fund, forgetting about the real estate? I would say that I would be, um, we've been paying about $400 extra on the house and we do 200 for the 529. So um, what I elected in our open enrollment was to do 400 for my um, Roth 401k moving forward. And I was thinking I would just stop the house payments and do that. So we have have a little bit of extra and Mm -hmm. um, that's what I was thinking we could use towards a, a solo 401k potentially. It's it's interesting. So right now, I mean, you don't necessarily have to do the solo. Even though you're just enrolled in this plan, you can increase your percentage at any time, can't you? I think so. So instead of like the expense of starting a solo 401k, what you could simply do is instead of saying $400 a month, you can put even more than that into mm-hmm. your Roth 401k. You really okay. could, right? Because yeah. you've got the cash flow from the rental property. You could max out the 401k. I mean, you could essentially put $20,500 in there for next year. Okay. That's How do you feel about lot. that? <laughs> that's I'm scared. Yeah. I, I scared. I scared. Let's face it. People have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com. Would you have an emergency reserve fund? We do. We have um, 40,000 that we've kind of kept for our savings. And then we've also saved up another 40 for a potential new car, but there's no new cars to buy. So that's right. So you'll drive your car into the ground. Exactly. (laughs) Very good. Um, Mark, do you want to weigh in here? Uh, I know what you you want to do. Yeah, yeah, I want to do that like yesterday. That's Mm -hmm. a huge chunk of money. So Mark is what he's talking about. He's salivating over your equity that's sitting in that rental property. You know, she feels behind right now in retirement savings. That would eliminate all of those feelings. Would you sell this property or not? 
I don't think we're there um, just because it's so light maintenance for us. And um, we're even willing to, you know, as we get closer to retirement, you know, we could move back into that house for a couple of years to help alleviate a little bit of the capital gains. So mm. we're, we, we kind of want to keep it for now. Okay, that's fine. It's also like, you know, it's there. So that's the other thing, right? So what I think, you've got the emergency reserve, you got your car fund. Is there anything else on the horizon that we need to worry about? Nope. Okay. So I think this is actually easy. So right now, you're putting the $200 a month into the 529 and the $400 in extra mortgage payment. You're going to get rid of that extra mortgage payment. And now that goes into your 401k, your Roth, right? Yes. Okay, good. So the next question is, with this extra $2,000 a month, what you would be willing to put into your retirement account. And I am suggesting that you essentially, it's, again, it, it's easier to do it through your plan. Where is the 401k held? You know, I don't know yet because I just signed up, but it's through uh, related to the pension funds. They're the overseers of it. The overse- the overlords. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay. So, I mean... What I would say is this, you know that you have essentially all this free cash flow. You know that you want to increase your retirement savings. I mean, you could, if you wanted to do a solo 401k for your husband, but you have a plan that exists and I would use it. And it would mean that of the, let's say $2,000 a month that's coming in from that real estate, you would take about $1,300 of that. And you would put that into your 401k and you could use the other $700 if you want. Again, this is totally up to you. And you could maybe even put it in the 529 plan. You don't have to stop doing the 529 plan. You could do both because essentially for your retirement, if we had you putting in $2,500 and you're both maxing out your Roths, right? We have you putting in $32,000 a year into retirement. That seems awesome to me. Yeah, that's great. And that's better to do my plan than to possibly have a tax deduction through him as a self-employed person. I mean, you don't make that much money together. You're not in a high tax bracket. I mean, you have money from the rental property that adds to the the process, you know, but like if you really think about it, you you make 130 plus another 25. So you're solidly in the 22% tax bracket as your highest bracket. I don't see the need to do a pre-tax plan. You're going to have taxable income when you retire because you're going to have your pension. Mm-hmm. Okay. And well, we're going to make him work for a while. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, my ideal would be since he's a little older, you know, he's willing to keep going for a while and I would maybe get to retire a little early. We'll see. That's like, very funny. You see, you might think of it the other way. He's older. He gets to retire. He's in the <laughs> physical job. You're a dilettante in a municipality eating bonbons and collecting your pension already. <laughs> I mean, I forget. Him. I'm only kidding you. You know what? I think you guys are in good shape. I think that capturing some of this money and really jamming it into that retirement account is going to be really worthwhile for you. And as you said, you do have the sort of the solace and the a knowledge that you have this huge chunk of equity in your rental property. You know, you have equity in your current home. But, you know, the reality is that you're not going to probably end up with two homes. You're going to probably consolidate, be in one home. So there will be even more money for retirement. If something weird happened, like, God forbid, 
if your husband blew out his back and he can't be a carpenter anymore and you lost that income, you might say, well, maybe we would sell one of these properties. So you just know that that real estate is there for you. And if for some reason you need the liquidity, don't be afraid to tap it. It's there for you. Okay. Yeah, that is a great point. Can I ask another question? Why not? (laughs) So um, I am just curious about, um, you know, I've heard a lot of people that I work with as I get close to retirement potentially are buying service years. um, Mm. And I'm just wondering with some of our extra cash that we've saved up now, if it might be worth considering buying an extra service year. Yeah. It's cheaper when you're younger and when you make less. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to know what the actual dollar amount is, but that's usually a very good deal for the person who has the cash that's available. It is definitely a possibility. I mean, I'm not saying you should blow through your car fund because you will probably be able to buy a car next month. But if you said to me, for example, instead of putting the $200 a month from the 529 plus, I'm, I'm saying to you maybe another 700, right? Instead of doing that, we'll start accumulating more cash and do buy in more years. Sure that you could do that. But you know, you you have to be sure you're sticking around there. Yeah, I guess that is the variable. Um, Right. So you just have to make that decision. Okay. And maybe you don't have to make it today. You know, you could start, you might say, all right, you know what, I'm going to keep the $200 that's going into the 529. It's fine. I'll just do that. It's easy. And then maybe what you say is the extra $700 in rent, we're just going to build it up. We're going to, you know, keep building that up. And in a year from now, maybe I'll have more information. And, you know, like you just, you, you have to do it when you feel comfortable doing it. I don't want to push that as like, because your, your numbers look good right now putting your money to work in retirement and getting this money into your 401k is really good. I don't want to go nutty with uh, going out and buying years back unless you feel really confident that you're staying around. Okay. That makes sense. Um, And we also, I put pretty much everything in our Roth IRA into a target fund. I don't know if they're too expensive. It's it's a 0.75 expense ratio. Is that? Yeah. You don't need to do that actually. So which target date fund at Fidelity? Fidelity 2040. You know what you can do? You can do the S&P 500 index. Okay. You can do the Fidelity Intermediate Term Bond Index. Right now, it's probably based on your age, like 80% in stocks and 20% in bonds. And like you can make that be your allocation. Okay. Yeah, I felt like it was a little expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. It's annoying to me that they do that, but I understand why they do it because it's such easy money for them. Um, you guys have wills? We do. We have all of that and life insurance. I like to hear that. Jamie, thank you so much for joining us. And if you would like to come on Eye on Money, just like Jamie, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact button. While you're on that website, which you should bookmark, you can check out all the great stuff that's there. You can read columns and listen to old shows. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Maybe you follow us, our other program called Jill on Money. So easy to do. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. That's what Mark and I do for each other every single day. Mark is the co-host of the show. You see that I've been saying that lately, Mark? And our executive producer. We are distributed by Viacom CBS. We release our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, which means we'll talk to you next in a couple of days on Thursday. Curiosity, compassion, community. That is our mantra here. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you in a couple of days. 
The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts.